We are not millennials. We are matured. Brought up on collaboration as an art form. Delivered as value. Hey, Steve, episode 95. 95. That yes. reminds me, I need to get started on the new theme tune for episode 100. Yes, yes, get we do. Down. And we also have another big important message that we need to we relay. We do. We got an offer for people. Yes, yes, yes. So, November 28th until December the 1st. I know somebody special that's speaking at that conference. Yes, yes, yes. It is I. It is you. We have the European SharePoint conference. Actually, it's the European SharePoint Office 365 and Azure conference. You read that, didn't you? Hashtag ESPC22. (laughs) It is going to be an in-person conference. So expect a few thousand people there, all in Copenhagen, Um, world-class speakers, and me. Um, and you, you are a world-class speaker, my friend. Yeah. But um, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be wonderful. If you have ever been to a uh, uh, European SharePoint conference ever, you will know that it is absolutely epic. Um, and actually, they have kindly shared a uh, discount code for us. So if you book now, there's still the current early bird sale. But if you... Use the code Office three six five distilled at checkout. You will get an extra ten percent. So we're going to give everybody ten percent just by remembering the name of this podcast, Office three six five distilled. Exactly. Superb. And we're going to be doing some more work with the European uh, yes conference. We're yes. going to have some guests on over the next couple of podcasts as we work towards November. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out how the conference works how they pull it together. Because it, it, we, we talked about things like Ignite and other conferences, but there's a bunch of work that has to go in to get 2,000 plus, 10,000 plus, yep. including everything else. That's cool. So, yeah. So you're going to Copenhagen in November. I will be there. Yes, I will be there. There will probably be some whiskey there as well. Not in my session. Not for all the 5,000 attendees, but there will be some whiskey. Uh, so... Uh, I'll make sure of that. I have one word for you. Tell me. Noma. Noma. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, You need yes. to get a table booked and, mm. a sp- and somebody to actually pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm. It's episode 95, so that means we tasted at least 95 different whiskeys. That's true. So it was time to get somebody. Can you remember number seven? No. Oh, you see, I was going to fool everybody and go, how wonderful it was. Oh, no idea what it was, but no, there you go. No, no, no. So, uh, well, you do know because we have a, a record. Yes, yes, record we have a management around whiskey's drunk. Yes, yes, yes. We have an Excel list. Yeah, it's true. I was actually thinking of creating a power app to just get all my taste notes. Uh, we think a lot, don't we? We think a lot, yeah. Delivery is not our forte. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but anyway, we have a uh, excellent. Uh, company sponsoring the whiskey. And uh, the name of the company is? Brayburn Whiskey. Brayburn Whiskey. Yes. And you've heard us mention them before because 
Brayburn are an investment house and we've both invested with them and we're going to go into a lot more details later. Exactly. And they've provided us with a whiskey that is from their special range. Yes. So yes. it's not um, something that you're easily going to get hold of. I don't think so. I don't think it would be easy to get one of these. Well, no. it's available on their website, but uh, yes. Oh, we'll, really? We'll, <laughs> okay. That will be in the tasting notes. Okay. But okay. Uh, there's not many bottles, let's put yep. it that way. Yeah. Exactly. Good. All right. So we'll talk about that later. Yep. So summertime is here, Moraine. Yes. So and you it's were time getting to get all stupid and fun. Yes. You were getting all funny and. Uh, mm hmm. Okay. So you had an, an excellent idea. It's party game time. Party games. Yes. Actually, what happened was um, brainstorm, do kind of one page help documents. So uh -huh. when, when Microsoft was updating stuff on a regular basis and SharePoint was all being updated, you could get this trifold A4 size document and it folded out and it gave you fabulous instructions for users for desktops on oh, all cool. the new features and everything else. So I've used them a number of times. Okay. And they've now obviously dug my email address up again uh, and started mailing stuff out. GDPR! GDPR! <laughs> that's yeah. fine. I don't mind. Um, but have you noticed that they always say, you're receiving this email because you agreed to do X and Y, and you go, did, did I? I? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Did I? Yes. Anyway, they sent something over, 33 ways to unlock more value from your project. Yeah. And so I wanted to think we can do some fun here. So I have randomly numbers, selected numbers here. They're in a complete random order. Yeah. So the oh, idea by the, by the way, we we have to put this in the in the show notes. The, those num the, that cheat sheet that yes, you have is useful for other yes. people. So we'll exactly. certainly put a link yeah. in for that. Um, so it's got thirty three ways of uh, unlocking more value from your project. So I thought MS Teams adoption. We've been talking about it a lot. So let's yeah. do a completely random selection. You've you have seen the list, but not in any detail. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pick a number out. And then you have to speak for about a minute on it and we'll discuss it if we want to say any more or we'll just agree to pull another number out and then I'll do the next one and you do the next one and that's what we'll do. Yeah. Does that make I sense? Have to, I have to say I'm kind of a bit nervous for this. Why are you nervous? It's fine. I know, I know. I know it's going to be fine, but I'm, I'm just a, a bit nervous because like, yeah, this is going to put me on the spot uh, so we don't have all the preparations done and writing stuff down on the whiteboard. This is just calling out all right well here we go then with the first number yes you so you you got you got the inspiration from a game show in the uk oh there's a game show in the uk called just a minute okay where you have a four or five panelists and uh, they're given a subject to talk about they talk for one minute um, but of course if they hesitate so if they go um, or if they take too long a gap, or if they repeat themselves, then the other contestants can make a noise, and then they can say repetition, and then they immediately take over. Okay. And the okay. idea is, of course, that you, you need to be the person speaking after one minute. And they have all kinds of different gotcha. weird subjects. Gotcha. We so. used to have that in, in Belgium as well. I think it's, it was one, called, it's still going on the radio. Yeah. Okay, cool. But it's, it's going to be difficult because I say er a lot, apparently. I'm not going to interrupt you. We're not playing no, the no, game. No, game. no, 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 we're so just, anyway, we're just take the first talking. One. You've got the number, and I'll shout out what it is off the sheet. Number. The first one is blank. Okay. The second <laughs> one is. Is one. Number one. Oh, easy. So use poles. The label poles. is use poles. Use poles. poles. Like dancing poles? Or? Uh, we could do dancing poles if you like. Yeah, so here we go. 
Microsoft 365, MS Teams with dancing poles. Go. So, a few years ago at MS Ignite. No, no, no. Let's not go there. No, no, no. <laughs> Actually, no. it did remind me of a story we did on a past podcast when we were talking about uh, Together Mode. And we yeah. were going to create a Together yes. Mode from a gentleman's club with a dancing pole exactly, in the middle. Exactly, yes. Once more, a brilliant idea, but we didn't get to... Uh, no. Yeah. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we won't. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So anyway, use no. polls. We're obviously polls. talking about quizzes and stuff like that. Yes. Good okay. example then on how you would use quizzes in MS Teams. Go. Oh, well, actually, Microsoft just uh, announced that they are going to change the Q&A part for meetings into something that you can just turn on and uh, have it all available uh, for your polling questions. Yes, yeah, so it's easier to use than having to preempt and write a, qu- exactly. a, yeah. a form, etc., yeah. etc. Because that's what you needed to do. You need to add the application to the meeting, and then preferably before the meeting, you have to write all these things down and so that you can launch them at the right time. But now you can just create a poll and uh, just... Uh, do it quickly, yeah, ad hoc. Exactly. So, have you have you used polls in meetings before? Uh, I have, yes, but not really in MS Teams, but more when I was doing a session on a conference and just like instead of a show of hands, you would do something like that with Mentimeter or whatever, yeah. um, and that always works very well. I always like to do that. It also gets your audience involved. It does, yes. Um, so, just show of hands. Nobody wants to. Sh- show their hand nobody wants to put their hand up so if you just yeah that's what you get with recording outside. outside sometimes you get a car driving by or with dog a parking yeah but uh, anyway so uh, that, that's always fun uh, because that gets everyone excited um, everyone gets to participate you might just want to give away some prizes for those things as well yeah but you can yeah sorry go no, ahead no, carry on no, go ahead. All right. So, yes, I was also today looking for an interesting... Somebody asked for... Uh, I'll get on to that in a second. I was going to say that in the agile world, to do continual improvement, we always use show of hands at the ends of every meeting. So, one uh, to five. One, it was okay. One to five hands? One to five hands, <laughs> yeah. Fingers. Okay. Uh, and five is, this was incredibly useful for me. So, it's not necessarily about how well people presented, but... Did you get good value out of spending an hour in this room? Oh, that is brilliant. Yeah. And so it's just a case of just everybody, one, two, three, you put your finger up. Yeah. <laughs> just one yes, middle just finger. Just one finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just one middle but, finger. But it's great to say, hey, okay, so we're at four or five. And if, if you're really open meeting, you say, guys, you only mocked two, Moraine. So why did you only mock two? And mm. Moraine, being very honest and open, said and considerate, because you were fucking shit. Um, but that's not really what they're expecting. No, no, no. They're I saying, yeah. you know, they might be, you know, I didn't get as much out of it as I thought I would. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, take it from there. Okay. We've got tractors with trailers and cats climbing trees. It's an interesting outdoor <laughs> experience, isn't it? Anyway, yep. so yeah, so that's good. But I was also thinking today, uh, because I was looking at meeting software for MS Teams. Yeah. Uh, apps. Because somebody said to me, uh, is there any way, if you have a long meeting, where you can build pauses into your agenda automatically? So I kind of went, I have no idea what you're really asking, so let's get two minutes together. And what they were yeah. saying was, look, if I've got a two-hour meeting online and I have an agenda, there's a very good chance that six and seventh item on the agenda are not going to get done because we don't track 
how much time was easily spent on an item. Yeah. So, of course, I quoted a number of easy ones. Well, set a timer and share your screen. Yeah. But if somebody else is presenting, then that disappears, so then they can't see it. True. So I thought, somebody's bound to have done this. So I went looking around for a solution. Okay. And I found one line in that product. Uh, is it called Decisions? Yes. There's an add-on yes. called Decisions, which is actually more expensive than Viva per really? user per month. Okay, so I thought it, it was free. No, oh, it's not. Okay, so I wasn't going to buy that, but it did have a line in there that said, "When you, it has your agenda and it has a running clock, so you can see whether you are with your agenda." Which I thought, in oh, its own right, good. that is a great little tool. So Microsoft, dear Jeff, we would <laughs> like to have a running clock in MS Teams, please, because yes. I think that would be really useful. Yeah. Anyway, using polls, so that's or good. Or maybe, hmm, yeah. Now you got me thinking. Like, could you do like a a power automate that you press the button, a physical button on your phone or whatever, and then every ten minutes it would give you a chat message. Somebody Something had like built a timer yeah. from Power Automate. I saw yeah. a, a PNP project, yeah. but kind of not really where I wanted to go. I think this yeah. needs to be. Okay. What I was thinking was talking to uh, Louisa for her next project on MST. Oh, she will love you know, that. Yes. A little timer app for managing your agenda. So you can say, these are the agenda items, 10 minutes on this agenda, 20 minutes on that, and it actually says your next agenda item is and puts us a message to everybody in the chat box cool, or something. Yeah. That also reminds me of those uh, cards. There was this deck of cards that you could buy uh, that had the Elmo card, and Elmo was like, enough already, let's move on. Yes. Yeah. Nice, nice. So All right, let's yeah. have the next one. That was good, okay. polls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the next Do you want to go next? Is, yeah, just pull it off. Uh, the next number is number, number four. four. Build activities. Okay. That really ties into number one with the polls. It Ball does activities. kind of, isn't it? Yeah. But what about uh, gamification and adoption? So activities where you say, and, and also um, um, not performance score, uh, productivity, productivity score. score. That's all based upon activities that people need to accomplish and yes. do. So you should focus your change and adoption program on the things that people need to do so that you can actually increase and monitor your productivity of your program rolling out. And it's done automatically. The second thing that I was thinking about that just shot straight in my left ear and went out the right <laughs> um, was uh, performance score and polls. And I'm damned if I can remember it, so it okay. doesn't matter. Yep. But yes, I think you can build activities that people need to do credibility. I was thinking the champions pages on the adoption site from Microsoft where yeah, okay. it actually tracks the things that you do automatically and, and marks your champions based upon activities that you do so yes build activities into your adoption and change program does that also tie back into the part where because i was yesterday i was spending some time uh preparing our um at car workshop that we're doing at the south coast summit yes. in october more knows about that on the next podcast more knows more knows <laughs> is more this knows. turning into a hello hello episode hello, hello. <laughs> Or, or uh, we could go with uh, it is the lure. <laughs> it is the lure. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, no, I, w I was looking at uh, the part where we had knowledge uh, going into the ability to do something. Ah, the and analysis, And that also yes. talked about 
you need to let people do the activities on the new platform or in the new way, in the new process, so that when they go back to their desk, they know what the well the activity that they always need to do, but now they know it how to do it in the in the new uh, in the new platform yeah, or in the new process. Cool. So yes, build activities. I think it's very positive. People can do it. They're actually physically interacting with something rather than just reading something on a list. Exactly. Much better. That is so much better. You yes. get instead of just sitting and watching a video, you actually need to do something. I get lucky number twenty seven. Explain why the change. This is hard. Change is hard. Yes. No, but explain why the change. To be fair, we've just talked about our course that we'd both yes. do. We've got a whole day workshop in yes. the South and we'll tell you all about it because we want you to attend. Come and join us. It's going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. But I was just doing the desire section for our module five and the first slide just has the word why. Yes. You know, that's what that's how you set up desire. You tell exactly, them yeah. why. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, what was that great? Oh, there's one of those great examples of, of somebody in the old days, like building the first car or whatever. Like everyone would go like, why? Why would you do that? So also like, I just want to have like a, a faster horse. But no, I, I'm going to give you a car. I was just on my way here listening to the Joe Rogan uh, podcast and he was talking to Mark Andreessen from the Mosaic uh, software back in the old days. Um, and, and they were also talking about the first laptop that came out in the 80s. And that was like a briefcase, 40 kilos heavy. And also everyone in the world was going like, why would you want to have something like why this? Why would you want a personal computer? Exactly, like a four-inch screen and then 40 kilos that you have to drag. I remember it well. So Why? Yeah. And anyway. of course, if you fast forward to now, well, I mean, we all have these things and it's just a precursor of great things to come. But anyway, but what was the question? Was explain <laughs> why the change. Explain why the change, yes. And it is so important because, as we already said, change is hard. People don't want to change. We've been working like this for 10 years and why should we change? It's one of the most difficult things to do, actually. As I was yes. building this module up in my mind that uh, for, for the workshop, um, that I guess I'm going to keep hinting at for the whole thing now because it's in my head. <laughs> but South Coast Summit. Yeah, I mean, people, workshop <laughs> on Friday. If people walk away not having an answer to why, yep. then they'll never change. No. And you have to find the answer. You get in the module here, guys. You, you're having to give the answer why to all of the personas so that they know why they're about to invest their time and effort to learn something new. And now I know which example that was. Go. It was the example from the Wolf of Wall Street, the sell me this pen uh, dialogue. Ah, so with... they're sitting uh, in a bar somewhere and, and talking about sales. And the guy just says, like, okay, sell me this pen. Oh, but it's a good pen and it's, it writes really well. Like, I don't care. Then the other guy was like, I, I don't know how it went. You have to watch the clip on YouTube or whatever. But in the end, he says, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll write that down. Do you have a pen? No, I don't. I can sell you one. <laughs> and that yes, was, that finding was the purpose. brilliant. And that is like the way to find the why do I need to have this? Yeah, to explain it. Pretty, exactly. pretty cool. Yep. All right, what number do you have under there for me next? Uh, this you. is a, very much a quick shot podcast, isn't it? Yeah. 
You are going with number 13. Number 13. Oh, I will employ you now, Moraine. Okay. Bring in an expert. Oh, boy. Is that like a, a, a lifeline on the millionaire's thingy? <laughs> yes. I'll call a friend. Yeah. Bring in an expert. Of course, the definition of expert is interesting. Mm-hmm. X is an unknown quantity, and a drip and a spurt is a drip under pressure. <laughs> so we need to bring an expert in. In fact, to be honest, maybe over over the years we've had a few clients that are experts. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But but what if we? What if I say that the expert in MS Teams and, and adoption is actually the business, because mm. they are going to drive your scope. They are going to be the expert that tests it. They are going to be the experts that make sure that it delivers the investment and the value that it's supposed to deliver. So, I mean... Golden uh, nugget, check. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I I got another stat today because, as I said, I was doing some research on these meeting things and there were a bunch of things selling you. But there's a stat that came out that said uh, for an average eight-person meeting for an hour... If you do the agenda properly in a timely way with managing the minutes and everything else, you can save 108 minutes across those eight people. Okay. For one meeting, one hour. Yeah. So that's no follow-up, no minutes to write, no distribution, no questions. So you get you work out from the business how they want to manage their meetings, the kind of functionality they need. Like this wonderful lady saying, okay, we need a way of managing an agenda in an hour and a half meeting mm-hmm. because we're not capable of doing it manually. So we want a way that drives us to do it automatically. And in my mind, she's the expert. She knows what she wants. She's going to drive me to deliver value. And if I don't know what she wants, I'm never going to deliver value. That's true. I'm just throwing so another app over the wall. articulate very well what they want and test drive it and tweak it. But then again, it, it always brings me to the chicken and the egg story. Like, what do you want first? Like, the business user, the business wants something, but they don't know what is possible. So they, know, they don't know what ballpark they're playing at. So my question to you... So they know they want to score a goal, but are they playing basketball, baseball, football? Is that really true? Is that really a good analogy of the business? Yeah. This ball needs to go into a goal. So the problem is that you're assuming they know what the ball is about because you have MS Teams, the ball, and they have to tell you what they want to use it for. I agree, they have no idea. But if you say to them, um, what do you do every day? I'm going back to another module now because I was talking about, okay. you know, but anyway, yeah. let's not go there. South but Coast. It, no, no, yeah, no. South Coast. Yeah. If, if, if you say, what do you do every day? Well, I have to attend six meetings a day. Okay, so what do you like about your meetings and what do you don't like about your meetings? Then you're going to get a set of values that you can fix, whether they know MS Teams or not. The ball is irrelevant. There is no ball. There is yes. no ball. Exactly. <laughs> the cat was never there. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. So uh, anyway, my view, bring in the expert. To me, every time the expert is the business. And okay. if you kind of say, yeah, but I can improve that for you, they go, really? So explain to me how. Well, you tell me why you fail in your meetings. We never have enough time to get this done properly. Okay, so why don't you use OneNote here or 
the wiki page, which you don't like, I know, which <gasps> you have no comment whether it will mm -hmm. be there or won't be there in the mm -hmm. future, I know. <clears throat> I've quoted that so many times since you said that on the last yes. podcast. I can neither deny nor <laughs> confirm. But but if you just use that to set your six agenda items up, loop, that's where I often go for agenda yep. items. Mm -hmm. Put it in loop. Everybody can see it. Everybody can time it. Everybody can put the clock on. Yep. And then you're good to go. So that might actually be my answer that I go back to it with tomorrow. Okay. Anyway, yes. And I won't even charge you for it. Thank you, Moran. <laughs> Golden for nugget. For facilitating. Facilitating. You get number 18. 18. Be available for help. Yes. And that is actually one of the one of my favorite things to do. I love to be the, the Spock, the single po uh, person of contact, single point of contact, because I just love interacting with the business. And that means all their crazy ideas, crazy requests, complaints, uh, success stories, all, I, I, I get to see all of those. So I get a feel of how the project is going. Um, I get to see what is going well, what's not going well. I can see who's having issues, so who do we need to train more? So I think, uh, I think being uh, or having a Spock on the team is, is super, super, super useful. Be available for help. Yeah. So how do you make yourself available to the Oh, to the, uh, the my, latest, uh, my latest project, we set up a shared mailbox, for example, where uh, the tickets for, from Service Desk, the, the emails that came out, they go there. Uh, we've sent that out to everyone as well. All the emails start from that um, uh, mailbox as well. So everybody can just reply to the mailbox, send an email to the mailbox. Uh, we see everything coming in there. So uh, that's how we... So a single point of contact. Yes. And we also made sure that we had a number of people uh, looking at that mailbox. Of course. Yeah. So people from communications, from IT, from the um, uh, the Teams team, from the uh, OneDrive people, the Exchange people, everybody was looking at it. And we could also, like with a, with a nice folder structure, drop those emails into the right folders for the right people and build up some knowledge and things like that. Yeah, I was thinking when that number came out and uh, be available for help, I was thinking about our first ever podcast at Atlas Copco. Yes. Uh, and asking and having been there on those sessions to demo stuff, again, showing them that the ball is there and just showing them what it's capable of. This is round and it rolls along the floor as opposed to this is oblong and it flies through the air. Yeah. Um, but then allowing them to be able to say what they wanted and, and be there to respond. And I do that in many clients. I now do a lot of these. I choose, I steal. Actually, I say that I steal Microsoft's AMA sessions. Yeah. But I found out today that they don't even own them. Okay. They were originally created by one of those, one of the big magazine program, one of the big magazines that used to do them as part of their marketing. Okay. Um, I can't remember which magazine it was. It's one of the Microsoft ones, Reuters, not Reuters. It doesn't matter. But okay. I, I read yeah. an article today where they talked about AMA because um, I was looking at one of the security things. I'm digressing. Ask but I do Ask Me yeah. Anything sessions, lunch yeah. times, yeah. every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and I do them in between the ambassador sessions. Yeah. So, uh, so that's how I like to try and be there to help as well as obviously exactly you know, because if a out. person a person needs to do something and for some reason that thing fails or they have a question about it so you need to be available at that moment to help them out 
Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if they can get instant help, then they will remember and, and move on. Yeah. Uh, and then when that girl, lady, should call her a lady, when that lady uh, came, came to me and said, hey, I have this question, I immediately, A, I wanted a distraction because I was building pages, but I immediately <laughs> got stuck into looking at okay. it so that yes. I could give her a, a quick mm -hmm. response back. I've had a few of those things today as well. Um, like, uh, do you know that once you set an organizer for a webinar, you can't change it again? Yes. Yeah, I but spent. There, there half is an hour. a way now to get co-organizers. You can, but it does. There's still things they can't do. Like the co-organizer, dear Jeff, listen here. The co-organizer cannot get a list of attendees. Really? Yeah. There's okay. a bunch of. If you look at the Microsoft stuff, and also, um, Worrell, Mr. Worrell. Yes, Phil. He's, a, he's got a great. Po yeah, Phil Worrell's yeah. got a great podcast on there, and he, uh, sorry, great blog item. And he's got, these are what they can do and these are what they can't do. And one assumes the can'ts will be coming into the do's at some point. Okay. But again, they needed an answer quickly. So, yep. uh, and they respect you for it. Yeah. So I quite like that. So be available exactly. for help. Because in the end, IT is a service to the business. So you need to be off service. Yeah. I agree. It doesn't need to be us. It just needs to be somebody in the project yeah, team course. that is yeah, available. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because also, I generally don't like those help desk systems because you just fire away some question into the unknown and you don't know when you're going to you get wait. an answer. Yeah. And you wait. Exactly. And you wait. It's a bit like listening to one of our podcasts and waiting for that first golden nugget to drop. You wait. <laughs> when you, they'll get there here soon. They will. They will. Yeah. yeah. At wait. some point. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I like this game. It goes very, very quickly. Yeah, we're 20 minutes in. Yeah, we may, we may not do a full length. We'll see where we no, go. It's a summer's day. We got exactly. some great whiskey from Braben Whiskey, just to drop their name again, uh, to, to drink something unusual anyway. Yes, yes. So maybe we've done all of them then. We've done <laughs> yeah, we're done, we're done, yes. No, Here let's do go. a few more. These are coming out in a really good order, and they are really, truly random people. Yes. Um, and uh, here we go. All right. Number 30 for you is learn what your users need. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty useful if you know what they need. Well, of I had them as experts, yeah. of course. Oh, uh, yes, yes. But, you know, user stories and, and uh, if, if you're not going to actually know what they want, how do you know whether you're going to be successful? We talk about yeah. metrics. Yes, yes. Because you need to deliver added value. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you need at first you need to know what they do, and what's going wrong. So I had this uh, really good model from my first boss. It's called uh, yeah. In in Dutch you have the word the Dutch word for spy is spion. Spion. And that was uh, talking that about Russian. <laughs> it was talking about the S for situation, the P of problem. The O of um, um, the O of um, uh, the I Orifice. of implications, uh, the implications of the uh, of the problem, um, the O of uh, solutions, the oplossingen, the solutions, yes. and then the N of now. What are we going to do about it now? And this has to do with a spy because oh, it's just words beyond. That's the um, how do you call that? so that you can remember and, it. And um, Nomik. The mnemonic. Mnemonic. Johnny yes. Mnemonic. Yes. yes. We always go back to a movie. Yes. Weird. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
well, I guess, on our list. Yeah. So, yes, forgot what number it was. Learn what your users need. I, I, I also think that um, in, when it comes to change scope, uh, understanding what's going to, what everybody's going to perceive as the value you're going to deliver. Yes. So they know this thing is happening here. You're aiming for the MVP so you can get something quickly on their desk. And obviously it needs to be something that they can start to use. So you do not start teaching them how to use loop. No, you know, true. But you no. do start to teach them how to use chat groups because they don't need to work out whether they can create a channel or a team. But everybody has the need to talk to somebody else in today's day and age. And by doing it in a simple <coughs> chat group or whatever, all kind of good to go. Yeah. This is where my power comes in now and I point at the dog and say, be quiet, dog. <laughs> also, very important is it says what the users need, not what they want. <laughs> what they need. <laughs> and that could also be very different. You need to give me a euro, daddy. <laughs> yes. It is very different. You need yes. it or want it. That's a yeah. very good point. So it's it, that, that kind of brings me to the story of, of, the, of, of my uh, little sports car. So I've got a little sports car. And um, so I wanted to have like a, a fast car that I could feel the adrenaline of driving in. So instead of buying a heavy heavier Ferrari if I would have the money to buy something like that. Um, what the guys at Lotus actually said was, let's just remove everything that we don't need and make the car as light as possible so that we can put a small engine in it and it will just be fast as hell. You don't need to have like a heavy car with a V12 engine. Just make a small car, remove everything that you don't need and it will be super fun to drive. Okay, so you don't need to be able to hear the radio. No. You don't optional. need to be able to hear the podcast. Optional. You it's, it's optional because optional. it goes fast. Yes. <laughs> what you want versus what you need. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Good. It's very important. But learn yeah. what your users need. It is yeah. crucial, of course. You could end up, there's so many projects in the early years where you just built it and said, there you go, guys, here's SharePoint. Yeah. You know, what are we supposed to do with this? Don't care, don't know, but Microsoft said it's the next and greatest, and so we've done it now. Yeah, everybody has it. All and my golf club bu buddies have it, so we need to uh, have that as well. Yes, and that's why IT got such a great reputation for delivering their projects. Yes. <laughs> Oops. Mm. All right, give us another number. All right, so 27. 27 did we do 27 already? Yeah, we've done that we already. Because I told you they were random. We just wrote yeah, yeah. these down on post-its. and uh, I got six. Oh, I like this one. You ready? Digitize training. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. That brings me, of course, to learning pathways. <laughs> and learning pathways is a really cool uh, lookbook example that you can just insert into your organization. It will create a site collection and uh, add um, a nifty, nice solution that you can just manage yourself. You can just say, okay, these are the products that we're rolling out, so these are the training modules that I want to have for them, and it will... Um, can you go back a step and tell sure. people what it is? Because you're saying... It's hey, a learning, learning solution. Pathways. So it, it it's creates... Training. A yes. Digital training. Yes, digital training. It creates a SharePoint site... And if you go, or if your users go to the SharePoint site, they can actually click on the 
name of one of the products like Outlook or Excel or SharePoint and they are getting a bunch of training like the docs.microsoft or learn.microsoft training um, is all there bite-sized pieces video text uh, you can make it uh, multi-language which is why i've been using it in the past because i've got a few customers that are international and they were looking for a an, a cheap way to create some international it's really really multilingual expensive isn't it it's training. like free it's free <laughs> And to set it up actually costs you around 15 minutes or yeah. so. Yeah. But then what's really great is that you can also bolt on your own scenarios on there, your own products. Maybe you're also rolling out, I don't know, whatever kind of solution. Uh, you can just add it there as well. Add your own training on there. Uh, modify, get rid of the things that you don't need. Maybe you don't want to have... OneDrive offline syncing or whatever, just take it out. So here's a question for you. What if you roll out MS Teams first? So now you have to teach people how to use SharePoint. Or? Or? Viva Learning. Viva Learning. Viva Learning free version. So what normally comes with your E3 license, presumably you've got some sign of corporate license, you get exactly the same training material. Okay, but of course you get that interface that runs from Viva Learning. Yeah. So out of the box with Viva Learning, you've got four channels, that, let's call them channels, feeds that you can bring in. One is LinkedIn, mm -hmm. which turn off unless you're going to pay for it because yeah. I have not yet found an easy way to say only show me the free courses from LinkedIn Learning. Yeah. Otherwise, people have to log in and you've got all kinds of problems. Mm -hmm. But then there are, th there are two Microsoft feeds, one of which is the one that comes from the Pathway. And it updates, by the way, so you don't need yep. to reinstall Pathways to get the latest stuff in there. And then the third one is turn SharePoint into a delivery network. Yes. So now then you can use SharePoint to be able to deliver your video content or your other digital material straight into Viva Learning. Yep. And then you get collaboration over learning as well. Rather than just going somewhere to learn, you can now get to the point where you can share it with other people and, and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So yeah, that's if you're doing it for just from an MS Teams pers perspective, then use that to digitize your content. And yep. uh, uh, yeah, I need to... Brilliant. I need to try that out. Yeah. I've not got dug into it too deep. And it's the MVP mm -hmm. because this thing only came out three or four months ago. Yeah, yeah. Something and like of course, um, they do want you to by the different providers. Yes. But you can do all kinds of providers. Udemy, all kinds of different providers are available because it's all API driven. Yeah. So where they all have the API, if you've got a contract or a license with somebody else, then you're good to go. Yeah. So, all uh, right. in cool. fact, I, uh, I kind of got stabbed in the back a little bit the other day because I've been working with the HR training people who's part of my change board. Mm -hmm. And I went, ooh, Viva Learning. Let's go to talk to Microsoft about Viva Learning and Viva, Viva, Viva. We went. And he got so excited about it. He's now been telling everybody I'm going to roll out Viva Learning. And he happened okay. to mention it in a meeting where my boss, boss, boss was in there. And I saw my boss's eyebrows go, oh, we're doing Viva Learning, are we? So there we are, sitting in the sunshine, and his girlfriend phones, Sandra, I've just seen him disconnect from you. Oh, no. <laughs> well, there you go. We're right in the middle of recording. Good. Mm. All righty. So, yes, digitizing training. I think that's really important on all kinds of fronts, whether it's a SharePoint page, how to do this. You know, yeah. you're being migrating your email. This is how you connect your mobile device now to your email and that kind exactly. of stuff. Exactly, yeah. It means that the help desk can 
quickly return to tickets by sending back links and saying, hey, these are the instructions. You can include them in your pre-communications yep. and your immediate completed communications. So, yeah, digitizing it in some way is great. Yep. However, do think about posters where needed or some physical print training as well. Yeah, now um, that we're all going back to the office. Yeah, yeah that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and also for your outlying offices where they may not read their emails or they... Yes. You know, whereas if there's a new poster turns up on the wall, it might just pique Trigger. their interest. Yeah. And, yeah. Put it on the elevator to. inside the lift and then people are wasting their the time toilet anyway. Door. Toilet door, yeah. yes, yes. Toilet door. All right, yeah. good, 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 good. Okay. Why don't we do one more and then uh, and then we'll go and talk about... Uh, All right. We've got number nine. Number nine. So I could just turn, turn this around to number oh, six. Oh, I like number nine. <sighs> so, add car awareness... Desire, knowledge, ability. Ability. Number nine, gather feedback. Yes. Ability. All feedback right. is always good. doesn't matter what it's about. Organize it. Drive your feedback. Yes. Yes. Just like you said in the beginning, like the meeting, in, at the end of the meeting, how, well, how good was this meeting? Mm. Just get feedback. Feedback about your communications. Feedback about... The, the the stuff that you've built, things about how you're rolling it out, what your training is, all these things. What do you do with it when you've got it? Just delete it. <laughs> if it's not good, I'll I'll, I'll it, keep it if it's if it's good. But no, 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 no. You you need to track it some way because it also if people if you get a lot of like. Four and fives out of ten in the beginning, then you know that that could be a, a KPI towards the end of your project to change those into nines and tens. Yeah, I, I think that it's, it's interesting around getting feedback in all kinds of areas, mm. whether it's the way that your navigation works, whether it's the way that the page looks, whether it's got the yeah. right information on there, whether you're in the right audience to receive your content. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but I would also do a poll before you start and ask how well past projects have gone and what have got, whether things have gone wrong and what do you know about MS Teams. So have you heard of MS Teams on a scale of 1 to 10, you know? And the reason being is that six months later, you want to be able to ask the same questions again and compare yeah. to show that you, the big consultant, has come in and the moved expert. the organization, the expert, yes, from this point here to this point there. But it also basically asks the same questions, gives you that opportunity for continual improvement. Um, so polls, so yes, getting feedback, however way you decide to do it, is is yeah. important. Steerco feedback, ambassador yeah. feedback, sea uh, level feedback, yeah, help desk feedback, help desk feedback. Yeah. We've talked several times about certainly in the analysis stages, count how many tickets you're getting on your product, yeah, to give you some idea of whether it's going smoothly or whether something's not right because the tickets have increased this week or, yeah. or that month or or whatever. All exactly. Right, cool. I want to do one more. Yes. One more. Here we go. And then it and then is it's number 17. seven. Oh, 17. Yes. Uh, we have done a lot of training. This is really good. Personalized training. Aha. So we've just yes. talked about the tools that are available that cost you nothing, that are free. Mm hmm. 
Viva Learning does do a certain amount of personalized training yes. because it will, even if it doesn't do it now, but it will start saying, hey, Moraine, who has the same role as you, has just completed this training and yeah. did the same kind of stuff. So that will Also, as a manager, yeah. you can actually say, okay, people in my team take this training. Yep, I agree. But managers doing training and members of the team doing training will need different skill sets. Yes. Managers uh, that are project managers, for example, mm -hmm. will really need to be able to get training around tracking tasks and to communications tools. So they will need to know that they can create newsletters about mm -hmm. the pages on your SharePoint sites. You know, and so by putting a piece of news in and then they can send four or five stories off as a way of communicating about the project. And of course, you know, planner and the task, all the whole task process through to do's. Um, so that would be one personalized kind of training for that role. Mm -hmm. If you've got somebody that is, you know, um, I don't know, somebody that is in marketing or in communications. Yep then they obviously need to be able to look at all the tools that allow them to collaborate and share and get approvals. So they need different kinds of training. Yes. Now, on your training platform, you're going to have all of that training in there. You but should. You yeah. need to be able to create pathways for your different personas, the wonderful persona that I don't really agree with. Yeah, all right, I do. Mm -hmm. The ambassadors. Yeah. You know, so from your different parts of your business, your different champions, then they need to have a specific different kinds of training. Yes. Plus, not everybody will use MS Teams the same way. Not everybody will have the same licenses and the same capabilities. And um, we've been doing a project for one of my clients creating customized videos. Yeah. Uh, in their frame of mind, so very chilled out, relaxed company who don't really want a man in a shirt and tie telling them with a stick pointing to this button and that button. They want to, you know, how did you start it off? Man, oh man, oh man, look at all these icons on Microsoft 365. Instantly drawing them in to go, you're right, there are enough of those. Yeah. Okay, how's he going to, what's he going to tell me here? Because the rest of it's a load of shit, but it's good stuff. <laughs> no, 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 I'm only joking. <laughs> it was actually brilliant. Yeah. The end result was superb. Uh, but yeah, but, and being able to do that, it wasn't overly complicated. It wasn't no. difficult. So yes, being able to customize that training is mm -hmm. uh, is important. Neat. We have done a lot. We should keep the numbers because I want to be able to put them into the notes so I know which ones we've chosen. Yep. So there's another one there. Um, and we stopped just at the right time because the next one was gamify the learning process, yeah. which we don't want to yeah. go into, really. Why do we want to make them do more work on top of the work we want them to do in the first place? And Isn't we that what work is all about? Gamification. Isn't that what management is all about, doing I, the extra work I think you may well be the, the case. <laughs> All right, so we have thank yous to give to our sponsor, uh, yes. Raven Whiskey. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, been looking at them, and uh, you you met them first of all, of course. You yes. were, we've known yeah. them for a year now, haven't we? Oh yeah, 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 over a year. Yeah, I actually got into contact with Jacob. I think maybe two or three years ago, yep. but then I wasn't ready um, at that moment. And you find a sponsor page uh, on uh, uh, Office Three Sixty Five Distilled. Mm -hmm. uh, which will will detail the company, and uh, if you're really interested uh, in the whiskey side of things, uh, then there'll be a QR code to get in touch with Jacob, yep. uh, who's is great fun to be with. We met him in Barcelona, yep, uh, and uh, uh, we couldn't actually get out to go drinking with him, but he he knows his whiskey bars, and the company knows their whiskey. Yes, and, exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, and they invest and advise you on yeah. where to invest. So 
what they actually do was they used to be like investment people, investment bankers. And at some point they were actually looking at what would drive better value for our customers. And they would actually branch out and they would go into looking at whiskey. And actually whiskey gives you great returns, better yep. than a regular stock market does. Um, it, it is really climbing in value. So they are um, buying and selling uh, casks of whiskey. So what you could do is you can go uh, get into touch with them and then you can buy a cask of whiskey and they will store the cask. They will take care of the cask. Uh, you can buy it. You don't have to do anything more. Um, and at some point you can then uh, either sell it uh, through their auction uh, uh, system or through their market uh, system. Uh, so you can sell that to independent bottlers or whatever or to other people that are looking to invest. And uh, you could also uh, bottle it and enjoy it yourself because that's the beauty of whiskey investing. If the market ever goes to shit, you can always drink <laughs> all the whiskey. So you can buy like new make spirit that was just made or you can buy like five-year-olds or seven-year-old 10-year-old 20-year-old whatever yeah they talk about a kind of 14 percent increase don't they and we know that yeah. the the whiskey that um uh is no age statement is cheaper compared to whiskey that is 12 years old yeah just straight out of the bottle so we kind of know that that is the case and so it's a kind of always been a bit of a no-brainer to me mm-hmm that uh, that is the sort of state of play. Yep. So I'm just trying to find the whiskey that we're drinking tonight, but I can't find it on the website. Uh-huh. So they're, uh, they've provided us with uh, a couple of bottles, uh, but what we're drinking tonight is from a distillery that everybody would know about, but it's not what you would call a mainline distillery. It's not. And actually, I didn't know that that region had a distillery until nine months ago or something. It's the Loch Lomond distillery. So yep. Loch Lomond is near to Glasgow. So if you start in Glasgow in Scotland and you would drive up to Skye or you would drive further north, there is a beautiful drive that you can do next to Loch Lomond. It's a big lake with islands on there. Uh, well, in there, um, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful drive. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, they're also distilling whiskey so we have a special edition yeah um, this was it's a 1988 it's a 14 year old yeah and it's uh, basically created to celebrate um the boneless hill climb now i don't know whether you've seen a hill climb yes in fact if you watch the bbc's top gear program this week they actually did a hill climb in a an old uh, really yeah. okay. they basically said the bbc is 100 years old so what would top gear have been a hundred years ago, so oh, they did nice. a, an interesting. It wasn't the usual, the pop, the it was a current Top Gear crowd. Yeah, but it was good fun. But yes, yeah, so a hill climb is uh, so the the Kinale hill climb was uh, revived in two thousand eight, and they created a whiskey for it. Uh, and so the Bowness hill climb is actually what we are going to be tasting now. Yes, the fourteenth revival of the Bowness hill climb, the Moose Austin special, single malt, uh, Loch Lomond distilled. Uh, bottled in 2021, distilled 2007. So we've got a 14-year-old. This is coming from cask number 254. 
Yeah, uh, people are bored with that. There are any numbers. No, nah, but it's a refill bourbon hogshead. Uh, okay. So I like the uh, uh, the marketing that goes with why you take the lid off and pour a little bit yes. into the glass. Interred combustion. So what they say here is the whiskey is one of Loch Lomond's uh, Croftiger expressions, one in which peat is burned and the smoke infuses the barley used to make the whiskey. This whiskey is the world's equivalent of a hydrocarbon fuel guttural V8 with talk that lasts for days. We thought that it might be appropriate. So I saw your face light up there when you nosed the cork. You've got a grin on your face. You think this is going to be rather special. We've not uh, tasted this before, folks. This is We've just literally opened the bottle. He, he thinks I'm going to be surprised. He's not, not even looking at me. Oh. <laughs> I'm smelling the microphone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's my trick normally. What a great nose! Yeah, yeah. You were talking all about peated, and I was like, "Oh, th is this peated?" It's, it it's got a hint of peat yeah. in there. Quite a strong hint. Yeah, lemon. yeah, yeah. Lemon yeah. on the nose. A little bit of, yeah, cake as well. Cake, ginger, yeah. Not really, not particularly ginger, but just like a good, like a lemon cake or whatever. It smells yeah, really beautiful. good. Oh, taste it. Yeah. Go in. Dive in. Oh, it's chewable. You're going to like oh, this. Oh, I love it's that. It's very, very smooth. Okay. It's very, very smooth. Now, we say that we drink whiskies that are difficult to get hold of. But if you go to cask88.com, it's part of the Braven Whiskey um, portfolio. And you can find the bonus hill climb whiskey, which is uh -huh. very, very nice. It is. It definitely is. It's got a mm. that wonderful combination. It reminds me a touch although there's a lot more rye and stuff, but it reminds me a touch of Uncle Nearest in that it has that smooth start with a bite at the end. Yeah. It's not the chilli that that's got, but it's nice, and the smoke is incredibly pleasant. Very, yes. Wow, okay. Once more, I'm amazed at w how cool whiskey could be, <laughs> how lovely it could be, how freaking complex. And Braben Whiskey had this barrel, stored they're an independent bottler mm. and so they basically uh somebody says we're going to take a whiskey and we're going to create it and uh this is what comes out of it so we could do the same with ours yeah just got to work out how what it tastes like and get over there and yeah <laughs> yes that would be good fun to taste that on there well there we go the moose austin special uh available to the general public now bonus hill climb it's a 14 year old distillation from Loch, Loch Lomond. Lomond and uh, yeah that is very very nice it is very very nice yeah well this was a great summary podcast yes we're sitting outside even though it got slightly cloudy but yeah, yeah. well I think that's keeping the heat in unfortunately yep. it's making it a little bit stuffy I can still see a red light over in my office so we're still it's recording we're still which recording is all good news. yeah um, and we've talked about all kinds of stuff, but it, we actually ended up doing mostly around training and adoption and stuff and how uh, important it is to be able to talk to the business, understand them, treat them as the experts. Yes. As you say, golden nugget check. Yep. 
and make them feel special. One of my taglines yeah. for the ambassadors in this project was, our favorite thing is you don't work for IT. So our favorite thing about the ambassadors is you don't work for IT because yeah. we don't want IT driving this project. Microsoft 365, MS Teams has to deliver Beautiful. value. Beautiful, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think this is quite a fun way of doing stuff. We've got a bunch of other subjects that we've got planned on our podcast. I know we've got some holidays coming up and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we've got some wee drams. Yeah. Um, we've got two new releases. I've just released uh, one on that subject. I forgot. Value. Just a minute. Yeah. But, and you've ju just recorded one on creating, creating your, your own, own lookbook. lookbook. Yes, I listened the to company the lookbook. So I have that one to mix down as well, which I'll probably do sometime when I'm in the UK. Uh, hopefully, I'll bring some Welsh whiskey back Ooh. to her taste, which will be interesting. Okay. And uh, I'm going to, because I'm going close to Stratford-upon-Avon, I have to convince the family to go to Cotswold, hmm. uh, especially as we both got told today their five new stills are in. I saw the pictures on Twitter. Yeah. Looking amazing. They were over three meters, five meters tall or something. Something like that. I mean, that, that, gonna be that huge. is going to be a, like a big work to get those installed. We went around there last summer. Yeah. And their warehouse was already full. Yes. So, yeah. If they're gonna but they were going to build there. an extra warehouse. Well, I think that's where the stills the have gone. Yeah. I'm guessing that's where the stills are. Mm. But, you know, I hope to tell you when we come back. Yeah. Um, I was actually wondering, like, what would they do with the old stills? But then again, I don't have a big enough garden to put them, so... Yeah. You do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put it over there? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we're sitting there having our own barrels. We're invested in have our own barrels of whiskey, and now we're talking about having our own distillery. Of course. Yeah. Well, I haven't checked my lottery tickets yet. It is a, oh, okay. it is a okay. Euro Millions night, so maybe... Dun-dun-dun-dun. Oh. Could we do that? Could you actually distill your own whiskey? Of course. Of course. People people are doing that. All the time. That is very true. Yeah, part of the fun. The and problem is you need to wait 12 years until you can actually properly taste if it's going to be any good. I'll be too old then. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're saying that. I mean, actually, I should say happy birthday mm. to you. Oh, don't. Happy don't. birthday to you. So, Moraine is now old. Yes. He's now past that. Past mark my prime. Of 40 years old. Yes. Yep. Congratulations. You thank survived you. it. Thank you. Thank to you. To the next 40 years. Yes. Do you feel older? I'm middle aged. Or do you yes. feel any different? No. Did it bother you at all that you were coming to 40? No, it bothered me that I couldn't get a decent party planned. But yeah, I knew nah. that would annoy you. Yeah. I, I guess that. But that's yeah. just laziness on your part oh yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> it's actually busyness yeah. of course isn't it priority Ex exactly but then again i had a wonderful dinner with my parents yeah. uh, outside barbecue yeah looking like uh, fred flintstone with your steak in your hand oh yeah like a t-bone 1.5 kilograms fresh from the butcher beautiful nice i'm so glad ah well i, I do remember i don't care about age generally but no. i do remember i think when i was 50 um, I kind of went, oh man, I'm 50. So it harassed me for about two months. And then once I'd got over it, oh well, over and done with now, just get on yeah. forget about it okay. again. So yeah. it, Was that it when you bought the sports car and went paragliding and. Did none of no. those things? No. no. Okay. 
No, it no. didn't face me at all. No. I try and do those anyway. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So this is Steve Dolby. We've had a very pleasant podcast out here in the sunshine. We've drank a great whiskey and we've talked about lots of ways of identifying value. And I hope that some of them meant something to you. Some as need always, to stick. Sorry? Some will stick. Some will stick. Yes. And we'll try and do a review when I uh, mix this down at some point. Uh, but yes, it's going to slow down a little bit as we get into our summer. Moraine and I are both heading out to vacation uh, in a few days' time. Uh, but I'll take the kit with me so I can get these done and your, your other podcast mixed down. So you'll see some stuff coming out. So keep listening. Keep our numbers up through August. Believe it or not, people, you are part of over 1,200 downloads a month now on our podcast, which we are very, very thankful for. Super grateful. Super grateful. All right, Steve Dolby saying hi and bye. And Moraine. Ciao. We are not millennials. We are matured. Steve may be more than Maren. Maturing the business like whiskey in a barrel.